0: boys and girls. This is Miss Kathy. We're in the middle of the Christmas season, and we thought we'd bring you some stories from Guide's Greatest Christmas Stories. After the Christmas season, we'll be returning to our regularly scheduled shoebox mystery books. Christmas is a special time of year, a time to celebrate the birth of baby Jesus, who was born in a stable. Shepherds, after being serenaded by angels, rushed over to find the baby lying in a manger. Wise men, carrying gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, followed a bright star until it led them to the baby king. What about you? Will this Christmas bring you closer to Jesus? I hope so, and I hope that the Jesus of Christmas will live in your heart throughout the year. Helen Lee Robinson, Editor The Christmas Dress by Fiona Jensen-Fleiger During the early 1900s, Mary's family moved to the prairies of western South Dakota and acquired a homestead there. When September came, Mary's father rented a small house in the nearest town so that Mary and her sister could go to school. Every Monday morning, he would take his family into town for the five school days. Then he would return for them on Friday afternoon. Time passed quickly for Mary, and before long, her teacher was planning a Christmas program. Mary's joy knew no bounds when she was chosen to play the lead in the Christmas play. That day, she ran all the way home after school to tell her mother the happy news. After practicing for about two weeks, Mary knew her part perfectly. Then one day, her teacher said to her, Mary, since you're playing the part of a very rich girl, you must wear a beautiful frilly silk dress. Mary's heart sank. Never in her life had she owned a silk dress, and as far as she knew, neither had anyone else in her family. However, she said nothing about this to her teacher, but went home to talk to her mother. Although Mother was sympathetic, she made it very clear that they couldn't possibly afford a silk dress. Mary thought it was terribly unfair that she would have to give up her part in the play, so she decided to ask her father about it. His reply was kind but firm. Little Missy, silks are for the rich. The following Monday after school, the teacher suggested that Mary bring the silk dress for dress rehearsal at the end of the week. Mary didn't have the courage to tell her that she didn't have a silk dress, but the teacher, seeing her hesitation, said, If you don't have a dress that will do, I will have to give the part to Audrey, for I am sure she has one. Tears filled Mary's eyes. She turned away quickly, desperately trying to think of a way to obtain a silk dress. Along the way home, she stopped at a little cove to sit down and think. Suddenly, a Bible verse she had memorized came to mind. Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but not with God. Mark 10.27 I know it's impossible for me to get a dress, Mary thought, but it isn't impossible for God to get it for me. I will ask him. So Mary knelt and prayed. Strange as it may seem, for the next three days, the teacher said nothing about the dress, and during those three days Mary often stopped at the little cove to talk with God. Looking up at the sky, she prayed, Dear Jesus, If you would somehow send me a silk dress the color of your beautiful blue sky, my teacher would be satisfied, and I could play my part, and I would thank you very, very much. But at the end of the three days, Mary decided that the next day she would have to tell her teacher she didn't have a silk dress. That way, Audrey would have enough time to prepare for the part. As she passed the post office on her way home from school, she stopped as usual for the mail. The postmaster handed her a package saying, Looks like Christmas is coming early. "'Could it be possible? Had God really sent her a dress?' "'Bursting into the house, she shouted, "'Mother! Mother! A package! I think it's my dress!' "'Quickly they opened the package together. "'Silence turned to surprise, and surprise to amazement "'as the box was opened and the soft white tissue paper was turned back. "'There lay two beautiful dresses, "'one a lovely soft pink and white, "'the other a soft shimmering mass of pale sky blue.' "'But as Mother lifted the dresses from the box, "'one in each hand, Mary's joy turned to hot, burning tears. "'They aren't for me!' she cried. "'They're all too big!' "'Mother looked inside the box to see who had sent the lovely dresses. "'She found a letter which read, "'Dear friend, please do not be offended that I am sending you something I cannot use. "'I had these dresses made for a special occasion, "'but somehow my seamstress made one of them too tight for me.' And the other, the blue one, had an unfortunate experience the very first time I wore it. Just as I stepped down from my carriage, a dog jumped up on me and, as you can see, put his claw right through the skirt. I immediately thought of you and how handy you are with a needle. There is so much material in these dresses that I feel sure you can remake them for your little girls. Your friend, Christina. Mother smiled at Mary and said, There's still one week until your program. You shall have the very loveliest dress it is possible for me to make. Which one do you want? Then Mary, mingling tears with laughter, told her mother about her prayers for a blue silk dress just the color of the sky. Then she added, Jesus must have started preparing that dress for me long before I started asking him for it. The following week, Mary wore a beautiful blue silk dress for the Christmas program. She was overjoyed and thankful to her Heavenly Father, Who had so generously answered her prayer? The story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Christmas Stories, a compilation from various writers for Guide magazine, edited by Helen Lee Robinson, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. As our special gift to you, we will be sharing one of these stories every day between now and Christmas. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.